Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Chuck Moxley, Senior VP of Marketing at Mobivity. Chuck, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Jeremy. So tell us about your company. Yeah, so Mobivity, uh, we have a uh, unified guest engagement platform for brick and mortar enterprises. We do a lot of work in the QSR space. So we allow them to allow brands to, like Subway, Sonic, Checkers, uh, Dutch Bros, connect with their customers via text messaging, unified offer management platform, loyalty, et cetera, and build a, a digital audience, basically, of their, their digital audience with their, their customers. Okay, so, very interesting. So who is your main audience? Who are the people that you're trying to connect with and engage? Yeah, so, we, so we're selling primarily into the marketing departments. So CMO, head of digital, et cetera. You know, with text messaging, you can use it for... As a QSR environment, you could use it, for example, to improve the curbside experience. So we start doing operational things like that or our unified offer management where we, we basically write on top of all their other tech and manage all their offers and promotions. In that scenario, we're often dealing with the IT folks. So it's either the marketing or typically IT or guest engagement. And, and, okay. and again, we're, we're selling a lot to QSRs. It's basically anybody who has a brick and mortar. So we deal with you know, chains have 20 restaurants and 2,000 and 20,000 restaurants and, and all that distributed environment. How do they engage with their customer? Okay, gotcha. So it sounds like you have sort of two audiences that are definitely related, but not exactly the same, marketing and IT. And I know those Correct, often yeah. often kind of work together. Yeah. And so what have you found are some of your main challenges in, you know, cutting through all the noise these days and getting engagement with those audiences? Well, I'll, I'll start by saying this COVID hangover we're having on vacations this year is killing us. I'll start with that because it's like nobody got a vacation last year. So everybody's on vacation in June, July. We, we were really trending really well on our lead gen and all of our uh, sales and ailment. And man, we hit June and it was hard as heck to, to drive leads. I, I think everybody is taking vacation this year. So outside of that, the near term, the, the bigger challenge, and again, when you think about who whom we serve in the brick and mortar space, they were heavily affected by COVID. So, you know, what our messaging was in October and November of last year has to be dramatically different than what it was in spring. Now, who knows what's going to happen as fall comes? Are the cases going to spike? Are restaurants going to close again? So it's, you know, there's, there's generally optimism. But we're constantly having to change our message, and they're constantly trying to figure out where do they spend their dollars? Where's what's going to get the best return? The good part is one of the things we learned in COVID was brands who had their owned audience, you know, an owned channel like text messaging or their their app or loyalty, was in a better position than brands that didn't have that. Because and email was so tough with COVID, and uh, you know, nobody, everybody was getting bombarded with email. And, and the challenge, like in a restaurant space, is you send out a text or an email message at midnight about your lunch special, and the person reads it at 6 p.m. the next day. They've kind of missed the lunch special mm. because email doesn't have the urgency yet to where text messaging comes in. So anyway, the, the long or shorter explanation of that is that with COVID, we realized, you know, if you're counting on paid media and other things, you're counting on sponsoring sports, that all went away. Count on, you know, a lot of the traditional methods where they realize yeah. is they need to have a digital audience. They need to be able to speak to them. They need to be able to communicate with them when things change, when they've got opportunity for frequency, for loyalty, et cetera. So, so okay. we're well positioned, right? Yeah, it sounds like it. 
And, you know, I, I would think that even like before COVID and during and after, one of the challenges for any company that's selling into marketing departments and IT is that a lot of people are getting trying to get their attention, right? There's just so many products and services that are aimed at those kind of audiences, right? So that that's always, I would imagine, that's always going to be a challenge for any tech company that's going after that same audience, putting a premium on, hey, here's how we're different than all those other people. Right. And it's not an excellent point. And, And in today's world, there's so many MarTech solutions in such a big tech stack and they have limited dollars. So where did they invest that money? And what are the priorities? You know, is it in app? Is it in loyalty? Is it in customer uh, relationship management? Is it in, you know, the offers and, and promotions and, and e-commerce, you know, and all of that. So you're right. There's a lot of people vying for the space. And, you know, in the largest companies where, you know, everybody's going after it. in the smaller companies, they've got a very small marketing department and right. more limited budgets. So they're going, wow, where do I spend the money? So, yeah, the challenge is always why text messaging? And why now, right? So yeah, that's that's what we've got to be up. Yeah. So so, what are your core strategies for getting that message out there and for connecting with the, and for having those conversations that are going to drive revenue? Yeah. I mean, do you want to know in terms of our messaging strategy or how we get the message out, like our media strategy? And I think both. Both. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you know the challenge, right? The, the challenge, and I've worked in a lot of tech products, and the challenge with technology is trying to dumb it down. It's a terrible term, but I mean, make it simple. It, yeah. can you, when you start getting in and you have to get into any comparison of why we're better than the other, it's really easy to get into tech speak. It's easy to make it look complex to, you know, what's it going to take to implement. So getting it to look real simple to buy, simple to implement, simple to understand, simple to understand why we're better. That's a constant challenge. We're constantly adjusting the message and trying different things and trying different promotions. We've got one that we just rolled out in June that's getting some traction that that right now we're only offering on an invitation basis, but it's it's sort of trying to solve that. It's always trying to figure out what's the barrier, what's the block, how do we get around that from, from a messaging standpoint, and then how do we keep that really simple? And then we've got to kind of come through. So we use a you know broad... Uh, media strategy. We're definitely doing ABM, ABM targeting, because mm-hmm. if you think about like the QSR space or the restaurant space, there are not a hundred thousand restaurants or, or you know chains that we want to talk to, right? There's there's thousands and or hundreds that we really want to target that we're a good fit for, and then you've got a few decision makers of each, so it's perfectly fit for ABM. So we do right. our ABM targeting through the digital channels. We do, you know, our broad media buys where we're buying direct with industry pubs. We've got everything from print for awareness, and then we do digital and webinars. Webinars have, I've been doing webinars for 10 years. They're always our lowest cost. In fact, I just looked Mm -hmm. at this data last night. So when we look at our cost per lead, you know, we're averaging about $180 cost per lead across all of our paid media channels. Our webinars are running like 42 bucks. Because mm-hmm. they and they scale, you tend to get bigger audiences. So we're a big fan of that. Those kinds of things. We're doing some events, and then the one, and I shouldn't even reveal this because I think it's one of the best kept secrets. But I have had great success, and we'll be doing some. In fact, I've got I've got one right here on my desk of a new piece that we're working on. But three dimensional direct mail has killed it, and especially mm-hmm. because everybody goes digital, and it's hard to get attention. I can get a package like this into somebody's office into their hands and it's got high value, high perceived value and really disrupted. And then as long as I've got a BDR, 
you know, with a phone call the day it arrives and then turning them into a meeting. I, I, I've done programs like that where I've seen, you know, 40% meeting rates off of it. Wow, so, that's super so interesting. That's, that's always, I always tell people, I, I, and it's not really a secret, I've got it on my website too, that I've got actual data from the campaigns, but it's always the one, everybody's gone so digital and, you know, all the 20, 25 year olds in marketing today, they're like, direct mail, oh, you know. And, and we're not doing postcards, we're doing high, high impact. These are, that's a $40 package I just showed you. So it's not cheap, but if you do yeah. it right, you can make it pay. That's really interesting. So what's in the package? <laughs> in this particular one, this is actually, this one is a follow-up to, so we did the webinar series and we were fortunate enough through an introduction, we got, so again, we're talking to, to QSR audience, we got the former CEO of Yum Brands to do a webinar with us because he had a book coming out in June, Greg Creed's name, and he had a book coming out. So we kind of played into that and we actually offered anybody who showed up live for the event would get a copy of his book. And so that's okay. piece mailing out. But of course, we've got our own piece going with it. I don't know if you can see it. Like, mm-hmm. We have our own piece going with it and even an offer on it that uh, a scheduled demo will give you a $100 gift card. So so that's, in this case, you know, we had to pay for the book. We had to pay for the printing. We had to pay for the box. We had to pay for the shipping, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, we ended up buying hundreds of them. It was hugely successful. And now we're shipping and now we'll do a follow-up and try to convert that to meetings. That's really cool. And I can totally see why younger people, maybe who've studied marketing or just steeped in the digital world would be like, what? That's not cool. Like, what? you know, but what it says to me is, and we've been having conversations about this on the podcast that obviously, you know, digital is incredible and you have to be really steeped in that and the data and analytics that come along with it. But there's also a lot to be said, and maybe the pendulum is swinging a little bit back towards just human relationship stuff. You know, all business yeah. is, whether it's B2B, B2C, it is human to human at the end of the day. Behind all that data, all those numbers, there are actual real people you need to talk to. Yeah. Companies don't buy. People do. They just happen to work for a company and they're not spending their own money. But but they're right. still buying and they still have all the same biases, all the same, you know, wants, they'll buy an emotion and justify with logic, all the same things we do when we buy, you know, crock pot or whatever for our home. So yeah, we, it's all, all of that. And I, you know, I love marketing to marketers because they love good marketing. So we tend mm-hmm. to be a little bit outrageous. Our, our, our pay, full page ads we run in like the industry pubs. I mean, the first one that we ran had embedded essentially a cuss word. So, you know, <laughs> but it's the kind of stuff that a marketer go, oh, that's really cool. And they're probably working for a company. They couldn't even do that. That's the other piece mm-hmm. that's, I've heard when I've done a little bit of outrageous marketing markets. Go, oh man, I wish I could do that. But my, <laughs> my bank would approve that. You know? <laughs> right. Right. My medical device company was, is not down for that or whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> right, right. They won't be that creative. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So final thoughts. Uh, what's something you've learned over the past few years that you can share with our listeners that could help them better engage their audiences? Well, you know, and, and I think, you know, I've got a book coming out in, septem- in September on the topic of one-to-one marketing. But this, the, the what's possible today in technology and the ability to have to engage with customers on a one-on-one basis to not do the kind of praise spray it's never been better in terms of what you what's possible and so especially when you're talking to somebody who's marketing consumers you know i'm obviously marketing businesses but 
and it works there as well. But a lot of the book, we talk about what they can do with marketing to consumers and how you can start to create dialogues and engage with customers and more than just prospects. I think that's what's possible today and the ability to target somebody so precisely. Same thing we're doing in ABM. The way we can target messages to just the right person, it's super uh, interesting and it's something that you it takes a ton of experimentation, a ton of work, and you got to get the data working. But when it works, it's really awesome. And people appreciate that kind of marketing better than you know a lot of the traditional mass marketing. Yeah, okay. And what's the title of the book? It's called An Audience of One. <laughs> and it's all, all about it. It's being published by McGraw-Hill. In fact, it goes to print on Tuesday. Because we're signing off on the final final proofs this week, so um, so very excited. My first book, I co-authored it with a good friend and marketing expert, Jamie Turner. It's his fourth book, so he he kind of led the pro. He I learned from the, the whole process, but it was fun, and it's going to be a great book. And it's for marketers. It's all about mm-hmm. how do you reach your audience, and it's actually available for pre-order on Amazon. And we'd love for you to pre-order. <laughs> of, okay, of course. So listeners, pre-order the book right now. And we'll put a link to that Amazon page in our show notes. Yeah, that'd be great. And I can give you a link to our website. You can actually download a chapter for free and ungated. No, no email address. Oh, far, so. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so listeners, check out a free chapter for, for sure. It really sounds, sounds like a great book. I'll, I'll be ordering one myself. So, well, Chuck, thank you so much for, uh, well, first of all, congratulations on your book coming out. That's awesome. That's that's big news. And uh, thanks a lot for your time and for a great conversation. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Jeremy. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.